0: Everyone, I see the men.
1: Come on up and we'll have our helpers up here. And, uh, and right over there go. Okay, let's bow for prayer. Uh, let's see. Curtis Lesser. I'm so thankful for you <clears good throat> tonight, Lord. Lord you hear here to request proud of me, Lord. say I'm precious and proud of me, Lord. When you go to the doctrine that never put me Yes. Lord. Yes. And Lord. Rome, Lord, when goes, yeah. Be with the servant when they do the servant, Lord. And He's in and everyone in the church that's sick, Lord. And yes, yeah. yeah, be with. You said we have knockoffs. Yeah. We ask not, Lord. We ask that mm-hmm. you to touch that body, yes. Lord, so we can get that true. And really, young. Amen. 193, 193, everyone, all the way, my Savior leads me, all the way, God, be, we begin the way with the Lord, and God, he'll see us through to the end, 193. 193. <laughs>
2: your Bibles tonight, go ahead and turn over to Philippians. Go ahead and find your way over to Philippians. We're not going to have a special tonight. We're going to pick up where, on some thoughts where we were at a couple weeks ago in Philippians chapter 4. So, we're going to go back and look at. A couple of weeks ago, I didn't preach this past Sunday, but the Sunday before last, we preached on the mind and everything, and we're going to go back there because there's some stuff that needs to be looked at, and we're going to go a little bit further this time than what we did the last time, and uh, it's going to be some things that we need to point out. Amen. So when you get Philippians chapter 4, y'all say amen. 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 Thank you. In verse number 8 is where we'll pick up. It says there, it says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report... If there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, notice it says, "Think on these things." Well, you know, I preached the last time on these things, and also what goes on, on into verse number nine is what I, you know, a couple of Sundays ago. But what I want to bring out is the th- is the thought of we're not thinking on these things, when we need to be thinking on these things. Father, we ask you to lead God and direct us now. Father, we have many needs in the church. We've already had those spoken, not only in the men's prayer room, but uh, Lord, here, and I'm sure it was spoken in the ladies. uh, Lord, um, and they had their prayer time. But Lord, Father, now we just ask you to help us with the preached word of God. Father, we pray that, Lord, uh, you would just be in the midst and Lord, we ask you to uh, help us, guide us, and direct us, Lord. And Father, we'll give you praise, we'll give you honor, give you glory. Thank you for the visitors and uh, that we had this past Sunday. I pray you'll send more of those. Also, Lord, we thank you for the good responses and everything that we're seeing on our social media outlets. And Lord, we pray that we will be able to continue to win souls for Christ, uh, Lord, uh, in any way that we can to win souls for you. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. If, you'll, if you really want to size this up, if you look at all the society that we're in today, people's minds are almost overwhelmed. I mean, to the point of being overwhelmed. I mean, if you stop and think about it, for the adults and stuff, and Adam, you fit this now, uh, the price of inflation. Uh, gas is going up, 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 up. It, it took a five-cent jump last night. And the rumor floating is going up another seven at the rack to, uh, in the morning. So, you know, that's, that's going, but see, the thing is though, wages, wages aren't going up to, to go with that. Amen? So see, then, and, and, you know, no, nobody, nobody's, is, uh, is getting up and nobody's going to work. So the ones that are at work are at full capacity with their work. And it's causing stress. Amen? It's causing stress that's like it's never been. When it's time to relax, and we get ready to start winding down, our minds race faster than the cars at Daytona. Our minds are just zigzagging here, going here, going there, doing this, doing that. It's already been mentioned. School started back today. All right, so see, there's all these things going on. And our minds are at full capacity. But see, the thing of it is, as Christians, we've got to figure out a way where, our, where we can get our minds in tune with the Lord Jesus Christ. And if we, when we get our mind in tune with him, see, that means our heart's in tune with him. Amen? And so, see, this is why it's important. So the question came up to me what must I do, preacher, to get my mind in tune with God? Well, the Bible speaks of it, and we're going to take a look at these scriptures, and the reason we're going to take a look at them is because of the fact it's going to help us with our thinking. Because our thinking process has to completely change if we're going to change. Amen? Number one, you have to change the conformity of your mind. Let me help you out. Romans chapter 12 and verse number 2 says, Be not conformed. There it is. Be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove that what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. But see, it all starts with being not conformed to the things of this society, not being conformed with the things of this world, but it's also is telling us here, but to be transformed from it, which means taking away to another dimension away from it and start applying things that are different, and to that way we change our conformity over to something that is far better, that is here found, that is good and acceptable and perfect in God's sight. But see, many times, though, when we start talking about changing our mind and conforming it to be in tune with the Scriptures, we soon find that we're transformed into the things of God. Have you ever thought about it? See, when when we start meditating on the Scriptures and we start getting our minds in tune with the Scriptures, things start changing in our hearts and our lives. And our minds become focused on those things. So when we hear something that don't sound right... We can say, wait a minute, that ain't right. See, the the end, when all this is done, in the end, we'll have a renewed mind that is good, perfect, and acceptable for God to use in our walk with Christ. Now, I don't know, you know, if you're here tonight or watching on Facebook or whatever, and you say, well, I don't want this type of mind. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I question your Christianity first, and in your salvation, because look, we all should have a, a strive to have a mind just like this that is renewed and that is that is used for the cause of Christ. We we need to make sure that we have this, and the reason we need to make sure that we have this is because of the fact that hey, we 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 have we've got something special with the scriptures. And we have something that is far better, and 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 see, and God is telling us here in the, in, the, in these. It says, "Be not conformed." So, see that tells us that we need to change. That needs to be changed. Amen. And it said, you, you know, we don't need to be conformed to the world. We need to be, you know, changed from it. We need to be transformed. Amen. And then have the renewing of our mind. How do we renew our mind? By filling it with stuff that is worth filling. Amen. Now I'll go ahead and tell you. Filling it with stuff that is worth filling and everything like that. Because if we don't start filling our minds with things that, uh, that uh, God wants to put in our hearts and our minds. Let me tell you something. We're ruined as a, as a Christian. Number two. Think about this. <clears throat> we need a fixed mind a mind that's fixed isaiah twenty six three it says thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed there's the key word on thee because he trusteth in thee, stayed, amen Think about this for a second. In many times that when you're winding down and trying to get things settled, having your mind fixed on the things of God, having it stayed on the things of God. See, when we start our look at winding down, sometimes takes hours, you know, to get yourself from a busy day and running around with errands, work, oh Lord, and all and, and things like this. See and and the stress of the society and everything that we have and all this if we but see this this verse of scripture says thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is fixed is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee so see that's what we need to do in, in, in our mind if you'll think about this now when we break down this the word mind M I N D here when you transpose this comes up to imagination so think about this when you're when you're it's quiet and you're in your your favorite spot your recliner all reclined back oh yeah feels good already i'm liking where this is going in the recliner and you may have the tv on you may not whatever you know and then You think about something from 15 years ago. Then next thing you know, you're thinking about something else over here. And I wonder what that would look like. I wonder what the neighbor's cat would look like dipped in motor oil. You know, that imagination starts coming up. I wonder what Cheryl would look like running through the yard with me throwing red paint on her. All these imaginations and stuff, you know, coming up. Yeah. Then all of a sudden the realization hits. There's a shotgun looking at me, you know. Yeah. But see, but you see what I'm talking about though with the imaginations. And that's what it's talking about. Because in your quiet time, you know, and everything, those, you know, the old saying goes, uh, idle hands is the devil's workshop. So see, when you, you, get, you get by yourself and you're th- sitting there and your mind starts playing tricks on you. A friend of mine posted a thing on Facebook the other day, and it was looking out over a field, and he says, Do you, and it had a red circle, and it said deer bush. And uh, Big Chris Reynolds, I've, I've been friends with him for years and years, Posted on there, so I've said a many an hour watching with the binoculars at that bush waiting for it to move so I could shoot it. And all it was was, uh, was a bush, you know. And see, that's because you sit there in the tree stand, and you sit there so long, and you sit there, and everything it starts. Your mind starts playing tricks on you, and so see, this is why it's important that when this we keep our minds, we keep our minds fixed on the things of Christ, and when we're fixed on Him, we're stayed on Thee, because we trust him. we trust Him. We can't have nobody else to trust. Better to trust. So I got written, I wrote this down. Keep your mind fixed or stayed on the things of Christ. You'll never go wrong. Amen. But see, also, you changed the conformity of your mind. You fixed your mind now. So now you got to look at another thing. You can have power with a sound mind. Now you know you're saying, well, how can I be a power filled Christian? Well, first of all, it starts with being a power field Christian. You got to be saved by the grace of God. That's the that's the that's the number one. Then number two, you got to have you got to have a strong mind. Amen. What does the Bible say about it? The Bible says we can have power in Second Timothy chapter one verse number seven. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. See, he's given us those things, but he didn't but he did not give he, he look, he didn't allow us to be scared. Amen. He didn't he didn't give us that that spirit of fear. Because why we're saved by the grace of God? When we're saved by the grace of God, see look. Hey, I'm not going to do nothing stupid like walking out in front of a Mack truck or anything like that. But the thing of it is, though, I'm saved, I'm sure, and I'm serving. And I know that he's going to take care of every need that I have. And by me having him taking care of my need, I have him to know that my mind is fixed on him. I have him reconforming my mind. And also, now I'm getting more power in my mind because of the fact I'm fixed on the things of God. A lot of times in our society, we don't see that today. We have no fear but power and love because of the quality of mind that we have in Christ. God wants us to have full control of our body, and part of our body is our mind, and we must have full control of it. I had a a guy one time say, he says, always, he said, follow your heart. No, sir, you do not. The heart is desperately wicked. Who is to know it? You lead your heart. You lead your heart. You don't follow it. And see, you know, and and that's the one thing that we need to make sure that we do. And see, if we have a control of our minds, then when we get all the... See, when we have full control over it, when that gets off, it causes major problems when we lose the the major controls of our mind. Now, I'm going to tell you all something. This thing inside this hard rock is a complex thing that God has made. And when one little nerve ending in it gets out of kelter, it causes major problems in a person. Amen. That's why that's why it's important to have to have our minds and our minds fixed on God, Amen, and let him and let him be in full control. God won't ever produce anything bad in us, Amen. He he ain't gonna do that. But I will tell you this though: bad people produce bad things, and bad people when they produce bad things don't have the things of God on their mind. That's why it's important, Church, that we keep ourselves that we keep ourselves focused on Him. Number four is the hard one. This is going to be the hard one. Everybody take your Bibles and turn over to the Romans chapter number seven. I want you all to see this verse of scripture. Romans, Romans chapter seven. Look at verse number 23. Very complex verse. I'll, I'll start. It says, but I see another law in my members. Look at the next word, warring, roaring against the law of the mind, bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Let that settle in for a second. But I see another law in my members warring against the law of the mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. This verse of Scripture is speaking about our, your, my, old, nature popping up popping up and it also is warring is having a raging war against the new nature Public outburst, speaking out of context, all these different things, just mean, obnoxious, all those things. See, that's the old. A person gets saved, and then guess what? It still happens. That's the old warring against the new. And see, and and if if we go and study on in Romans chapter seven, there you'll see that it, it, it leads to desolation. And but see, what, what I'm focused on here though, is the new nature, which is. Second Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So if, if, if you're saved by the grace of God, which in that verse of Scripture deals with, and then you got Romans 7.23 saying that, Hey, look, the old nature is going to have wars against the new nature, and sometimes the old nature wins. We've seen it when? We've witnessed it when? And I'm going to go ahead and say this tonight. I'm not going to allow it in the house of God no more. Because of the fact it goes in violation against Scripture. Scripture. I'm not going to allow it. So if you want to have your outburst, I would suggest that you go outside and have it by yourself. Because I'm going to address it. Because these outbursts and all these things, that uh, this warring against new and old has got to stop because it's not having the mind of Christ that we need. And it destroys it destroys. If you read on, like I said, you'll see it destroys. And church, here it's telling us that it it's bringing me into captivity. That means that means we're binded up. We're imprisoned by the old. When we got saved, supposedly by the grace of God, we shouldn't have these tendencies. And the reason we have them is why? Because of our mind. Our mind. I seen these things. I can do these things. I can say these things. I can I can be this. And yet I can still praise him, praise him, Jesus our blessed redeemed. No, you can't. You can't. You cannot serve God and man. There's no way you can do it. The Bible speaks clearly against it. This is why. This is why. Here, we need to make sure that our new has enough new in it that it overpowers and takes over and defeats the old. How do you do that? You have to resist and you have to pray. Amen? And then you have to keep your mind solely fixed upon the things of God because that's imperative. God can and will help you, but you've first got to commit your thoughts to good, clean, godly thoughts. Then, don't keep running back to yesterday. I despise when I go back, when I go home. Oh, that's yes, how you used to be. Well, but that ain't how I'm going to be. They don't want to hear about the fact that I got saved by the grace of God. They want to stop where I, where I was lost. Yeah. Amen. I'm not proud of my past, but I'll tell you what, i got a future. And I am happy about my future. Amen. But see, now that we got that cleared up about the old, you got to remember something else. There's double-minded people everywhere. They're, the church has got them. The world has them. Everything's gone. So you got to be, danger lurks in an unstable mind. Look at James chapter number 1, verse number 8. It says a a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Mm. This type of mind is dangerous and anything can happen from that mind at any time. You have to be careful when you deal with people that are like this. Amen? I got written, I got this right here. It said, be careful when you deal with people. Moreover, strive uh, not to to be around those people. Just stay away from them because they're double-minded. They're talking this one time. They're talking that one time. They don't know what they just said. It's like that old uh, uh, Mormon church commercial years ago. Tell one lie to cover another. That's what they do. And see, I'm, now you're saying, well, preacher, you endorse that. I, that particular commercial told a lot of truth about lying because that's what you do. They tell one lie to cover another, tell another to cover another. I'm telling you. And see, a double-minded person, that, they don't know what they told, and they keep right on and keep right on and keep right on. They tear and tear and tear. Our minds have got to be fixed on the things of God. Then you got to do number six we got to have a mind of Christ. Now, hold on a minute. I'm saved, saved, saved. Look in your Bibles at this. Turn over to Philippians. You're already in Philippians. Go to chapter 2. You're leaving Romans. If some of you may be in Romans, if you're back in uh, Philippians, go to chapter 2 of Philippians. Everybody in chapter 2 of Philippians. Okay. Look at verse number 5. It says here. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Hold on a minute now. Hold on a minute. Stop the presses. Hold up. Let this mind be in you. Let this be in you. Let this mind, the Bible's talking about in Philippians, let this mind be where? In you. And where was it? It was also in Christ Jesus. He's given us, this is a perfect example of what we can achieve by having clean, good thoughts about God. The mind of Christ. People allow things to bog them down. They focus on things which they can do nothing about. Instead of make, and, and and know that the things they're thinking on, that it's not going to make a difference. And what we and and the things that are thinking on, it'll never the, the difference ain't never going to make because the change ain't never going to make. What we need to be focusing on is trying to obtain the mind of Christ, like we can have. That's already been given to us. Do you realize here that He has already given us this? Look at the wording. Let this mind be in you, which was, which was also in Christ Jesus. He's already given it to us at the day of salvation. The problem is we're not using it. We need. Well, we need to t- let God take over our minds. It ain't a bad thing. If you ride forty eighty five any any at all out there, going from you know from Burlington to Durham, I promise you, there's a lot of them out there. He needs to take over. Y'all say Amen. amen. But see, the thing of it is, this church. Look, if we're a Christian, which the definition of Christian means Christ-like, we should have this mind already in use. No, we'll just work 100% against the church. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to do this. I'm not going to play this because of the fact I don't like it. It's too hard. Whatever. Get rid of all these thoughts. And focus on the things of God. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I got put in my place Sunday. I found out just how good I'm not. Now, Raymond played the bass. I'm going to tell you. Now, he was good. But the thing of it is, though, it tells me, do I quit? No, it tells me, plow on. Keep on. Amen? He told me some things that I need to start, what, what, I, what, I, what I could do. And, 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 you know, I tried it. I got to learn it. So, I will. But see, the thing of it is this, though. Having a mind to Christ. Having the mind to cry. I could have said, how dare you embarrass me in front of everybody in the church playing like that. Get out. No. I told him, I said, man. I was watching his fingers and I was like, man. You, Brother Raymond, you're good. And he said, well, I've been playing 20 years. So I said, well, I, you're in three months. So see. Amen. But the thing of it is, though, don't give up. Right. Amen. So see, we gotta have, we gotta change our mindset and then last. Here's the last one. Tucked away all the way over in in the book of Proverbs. Gotta see this one. You gotta see this one. All the way in the book of Proverbs. Old Testament. Take your Bibles, turn over there. Proverbs. Look at chapter 16 of Proverbs. Man, I like hearing these pages turn. It's exciting. Got that? Proverbs 16. Look at verse number 3. It tells us, Commit thy works unto the Lord. Look at that next verse. And it says, and thy thoughts shall be what? Established. It takes commitment. You got to commit your mind to the things of Christ. Nobody in 2024 wants to commit to anything, and and especially they don't want to commit to church. I just had a conversation earlier this afternoon with one of the church members about it. We were talking, and, you know, how can we get people to come to church and stuff like that? And it's very difficult. And they were telling me, yeah, well, I invite, I, I give away the bus cards and tracks and stuff. That's all you can do. Keep plowing. Keep plowing. But see, the thing of it is, Here's the thing, <clears throat> it's a whole new plateau out there looking over. You know, I think about the Lion King when he looks over that, that uh, he's up on that rock and he looks over that, uh, that field and everything, I don't know what it's called, but anyway, he's looking out over and, 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 it's, and everything's okay. But that's where we are. Everything looks good, but see, there's a whole new crew that's out there that don't know nothing but their phones and their laptops and their iPads that's all they know they don't want to know anything about people they don't want to learn anything about people they just want to know what's on the, that they can find on their iPhone their iPad or their laptop this society known as generation x, y, and z is what they're known as are bound for hell if somebody doesn't reach them. Okay. Now, we have two we have two confirmed Generation z's in here. These two right here. Okay? Corbin and Carson. That generation right there is slowly already being lost inside of the church house. If you don't think what I'm telling you is true, just look left to right. Look forward to backwards. I'll go ahead and tell you. And it's just not at Community Baptist Church in Danville, Virginia. It's around the world and the reason that they're being lost is because of the fact they don't have a mama like the one sitting beside them that's getting them to church right. commended I'll commend you but see the thing is this though here's the thing do we do we give up on them no we reach them the ways that we know how and the best way that we know how right now is by the way of social media And it's having an effect. I can run the analytics. And I have. Out of the 84 people that have been saved since the first of the year, I'll go ahead and help you all out. The average age, 29. Which jumps us back just past Generation X. And coming into Generation X. So, see, it's having an effect, and and look, here's the thing: it's just not in the U.S. where this is happening. This is happening in third world countries where we're seeing these people say, "I can get the analytics on that and everything like that." But see, sermon audio is now going to be what we're teamed up with and everything. Our mission, our new mission, that's going to give us countless data that we we can we can get and, and see what we need to do. And church, you're saying that, does it make a difference? Yes, it does make a difference because look at the last word that's that's in this verse of scripture in uh, Proverbs 16:3, it says shall be established. When you look at this, this is clearly saying that a person needs to have their thoughts and everything committed to the Lord and are established, and basically they're putting a foundation. They're building a foundation by being established. Cheryl and I established a home August the eighth, nineteen eighty seven, and see. That's that's when we established our home as husband and wife. But see, the thing is, when you got saved by the grace of God, you've established your thoughts then. Or have you? See? And that's what he's telling us to do here in the book of Proverbs. He says that here, we commit, commit to the works. It said, commit thy works unto the Lord. And it says plainly, thy thoughts shall be established. That's what we need to do. I got this written down. If we will just do better to be a Christian, a better thinker will come out of it. And someone who is more rational than what they've ever been for the things of God. I won't be blowing up. Well, I can't play this. I won't play. I, I, I refuse to do that. I don't go along with what the preacher. I'll just quit. I'll hold my tithes. That's not rational thoughts. The thing is, we as a group of believers, if our minds is fixed on the things of God, and we're saved by the grace of God, we're established, we're rooted, we have a foundation and our minds are clear and we know exactly what we need to do for the things of God. We can walk around and sing I have decided to follow Jesus with a whole new song. We'll have a whole new step when we, when we sing. it. We won't be out there. <clears throat> you know, man. Where do you go to church? <sighs> Community Baptist Church. Oh yeah, I've heard the stories in Walmart. Yeah, they put me on the grill. I don't care. You could put me on the grill. I, look. I've been on the grill a lot more times than, what, than than just here. But let me just say this right here. I'm not. I've not backed down. And see, the thing is this. I'll keep on for the glory of the Lord because my mind is fixed on the things of God and what God wants me to do. We have. We have, as a group of believers, we have to plow on for the glory of the Lord. Amen? Because I'm telling you, the days days are getting short. And the return of Christ is at hand. It could be any hour now. And we're out of here. I don't want to stand before Him. I won't stand before him. Let me change my wording. And him say, depart from me. I never knew you. He'll look at me and say, well done, that good and faithful servant. And then I'll go over there and be judged on my ifas, wouldas, and shoulds. I won't have to go over here and be judged on my sins because I never accepted Christ as my personal Savior and I played church. No. I won't have to go through that. I say, thank God Almighty. Amen? Me and Adam be standing there talking about all the stuff right there, waiting in line, waiting to go through, everything like that. And say, well, brother, I say, well, it's my turn now. on well, my if, is, would, as, and should. Is. Well will see you when, uh, when you get in there, you know, when we go through. Hey, okay, one at a time. But see, the thing of it's this. There's going to be some that's been sitting right there in churches and everything like that. And we're going to look around, and I'll say, hey, Adam, I wonder where so-and-so's at. Wonder where so-and-so's at. Yeah, I man, and Adam replied with, yeah, I don't see them nowhere, but you know what? I, I would have guaranteed they'd have been here. Because they never made that personal commitment. Their mind never got fixed on the Lord. And they had that, I think so, salvation. Instead of that, I know so. That's why. So church, I leave you with this thought. Back in our original text, it says plainly, think on these things. We got a lot to think about. I'm glad. I'm glad when he said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Because I'm telling you, the days of us gathering here at the local church is slowly, slowly, slowly coming to an end. And that ain't a bad thing because we're going to be going home to be with the Lord. And when we go home to be with the Lord, let me tell you something. We don't have no more heartaches, no more pains, no more tears. Amen? It's just going to be endless days of praise. And the ones that don't like shouting here in the old church, I'm going to tell you something. I would suggest, my suggestion would be to you now is to start reading the book of Psalms. Chapter by chapter because I'm telling you to get yourself in tune because all the way through the whole book of Psalms, it ain't nothing but praise. And that's what we're going to be experiencing in heaven It's praise all for endless days. So see, church, God's good. He's able. Amen. That's like this piece of property right here. Everybody's been asking me, so "Why ain't you been going over there praying?" Because I've heard all the negativity about it. So you know, everybody's is bogged down. God's able to able to take care of that piece of property over there. Take the handcuffs off of God. Take the handcuffs off of him. Oh, you're gonna break the church? No, I didn't say that. We got first dibs on it, is what I told everybody. God can. He's able. But no, no, our minds aren't fixed on that. We're fixed on what we see, not what we believe. My God, look here, let me just say this and I'm done. The God in my Bible went into a camp. And ordered his men to go to sleep. One angel came in while everybody was asleep and slew the entire enemy camp. And when they woke up the next morning, the angel was gone and the battle was over. That same God that done that right there is the same God that that saved me that can give us that. The battle's already been won. The problem is we got people still fighting it. Mm, I'm glad I ain't one of them. He can. He will. If. If. It's His will. If it ain't His will, you know what? It ain't His will. But I ain't going to go against God. And I know what God's been directing me. And I'm not going to share what God's directing me. But I will tell you this. God's able. Amen. Father, we thank you for your goodness and mercy. Lord, we pray that you would help us, Lord, to look back over these verses. And, Lord, I pray that those have got them. That will study them and they'll start working on the on the renewing uh, and rebuilding and just start the rebuilding process of the mind. I Lord, I'm guilty. COVID took a toll on, on on me, Lord, back in two years ago. And Lord, I know that my mental sharpness and everything that I had before and everything is nowhere like it was. And Lord, And I'm trying to get back there the best way that I can. And the only way I know it is to get through there through the Word of God. But Lord, help us to be just what we need to be. Help us to be Christians. And help us to be Christians that are Christ-like. And have our minds fixed solely on Thee. Because why? We trust You. And Lord, if we can't trust You, who can we trust? I trust You, Lord. I'm glad that I trust You, Lord. And Lord, I know that you're never going to take me and lead me astray. You're going, to, you're, going to, you're going to lead me in the right direction for your name's sake. And Lord, I pray that you continue to be with us, guide us, and direct us now. And it's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray and God's people say, amen. amen. All hearts and minds clear, signify by standing, please. God is so good, God is so good, He's so good to me. Amen. Brother Marvin, would you dismiss it?